You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Greetings and blessings, greetings and blessings, greetings and more blessings. I am coming to you live from the house of Sankofa Infinity. Today is February the 4th, and yes, indeed, it is Sunday, and yes, indeed, it is a glorious day. I am so grateful that I have another opportunity to come forth and speak the spoken word that is within me and that bubbles up inside of me. For I live for this day. I live for this day, and I absolutely enjoy it. So um, today I wanted to come on and talk about the realities of that that thing that we create, that reality of, um, and I'm trying to pull up the complete title of what I have here, or the realities that we create, you know, I want to talk about those things because sometimes, you know, we, we don't understand that we are creating our realities, and when we don't understand them, we simply judge them. We simply <laughs> we simply say within ourselves that something wrong with this situation, that something wrong with this person, place, thing, or idea is not correct. It has nothing to do with me, um, but it has everything to do with you. Because, you know, in the nature of creating from a divine perspective, you draw these things into your life to let you know, to indicate to you that this thing is going on inside of you. Huh? And it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes because, you know, you have you have women who have been in uh, some ugly, ugly situations such as, you know, dealing with uh, sexual harassment, um, rape, molestation, uh, domestic violence, things of that nature. And, and not just women, just men in general too, men too. Because we are all creators. We are all creators of our realities. We are all creators. Now, what we have to be mindful of is that, first of all, we have to identify and acknowledge that I have created this experience for this particular theme of my life during that time, for that time. Because, let's say, you might... You might be, um, let's say you might be poverty-stricken. That's what's coming up in my mind. You might have a mindset of nothing but lack. You are, you're lacking, you're barely getting by, and you're basically just surviving. You're not living, but you're surviving. Well, 
that situation alone comes along to indicate to you, indicate to you that you need to think in plenty and abundance because that is the nature of the divine is abundance. You know, birds don't have, they don't have to be concerned about where they're going to lay their head, you know, because there's an abundance of places they can do that. Grass is not concerned about where it's going to grow because it is an abundance of spaces and places in which it's going to do that. And it's, and blades of grass don't fight. They don't compete with each other. They do what they're supposed to do, and they just grow it together, working all things together. Huh? So we have to, you know, you can learn so much from nature. You know, I a lot of times I sit, and right outside my window there are trees. I love trees. Oh, I love trees. And um, I love trees because I consider myself a tree. But um, I look at these trees, and they're growing their vines, they're growing their branches and their leaves, and they're not getting in the way of each other. A branch is growing however it's supposed to grow. You know, a leaf is growing however it's supposed to grow. The tree itself is growing however it's supposed to grow. There is no need for a competition. There is no need. Nature does not even wonder or ponder about what it must do and how it needs to do it (laughs) and where it needs to do, do it. Nature doesn't do that. It just go ahead and do the thing in which needs to be done. And it does it in abundance. So if we are the reflection of the divine, and the divine is nature itself, therefore we live, move, and have our being in this divine, in this divine space and place, right? So if nature is plenteous and abundantly coming forth, because of the creation of the divine, and we come from that same source, how is it possible that we can even think about being in want or having a lack in our life? How is that possible? It's not. It's, 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 really, it's really a denial a denial of the power of that that is within you. That's what that is. That is what that is. Wherever you may find yourself to be, be grateful that you're there. See, everything starts right there as well. You begin to create new realities just out of being grateful on a day-to-day basis. That's why they have this thing, you know, some some of the spiritual teachers and uh, spiritual coaches, they'll tell you to write down at least five things you can be grateful for in the present moment because the power lies in the present. So if you can tap into the power 
within the present moment, then you can establish and create a momentum to create and bring things into your life that matches that, that will match that. See, creating your reality is a it's really it's really a, a mind bottling blowing thing because you don't know that you're creating you just think you're thinking but you're actually creating you're creating based on your thought and if you focus and you concentrate on that thought for long periods of time it has to show up and reinforce itself when you said you were lacking in this, so I want to make sure. <laughs> I want to make sure you stay in alignment with your own belief. See what I'm saying? Okay? So think about it. Think about it. If if we just sit down, and I'm not saying, you know, I have a, I have a coach. And um, in this circle of support, we talk about certain laws. Laws for laws that are for the circle itself, for the organization that I'm a part of. And my coach tells me that if we can commit to just 30-30 every day, we can get the results in which we want to have. Now, what do I mean by 30-30? He meant, and I agree, and I'm in agreeance with what he said because I've been doing it for I've been doing it for years already so it's not even a thing to me he says if you read if you read for 30 minutes for 30, just 30 minutes 30 minutes a day something that inspires you something read some of the quotes of Oprah Winfrey and uh, um, what Dr. Wayne Dyer, Caroline Mice, uh, Ernest Holmes. Go to Science Science of Mind. Read some of those passages for 30 minutes, okay? And then for the next 30 minutes, you listen to something that is in alignment with what you just read for 30 minutes. And that right there, that will assist you in suspending, suspending the beliefs that are contrary to the divine and to all that you are. I've been reading, and I came across this this author, I think his name is Wallace. But anyway, he's the author of he's the author of there's a uh, science of being rich, and it ain't even about it's not even about uh, money, cars, and land. It's about changing your mind, setting the intention in your mind, and living and doing a certain thing, so that you can build up the momentum of creating wealth and health and riches in your life because it has to come. It's the law. It's the law. Once you, whatever man soweth, he shall reap. So if you sow 
you are sowing those kind of seeds in your thought, and you're cultivating those kind of seeds in your thought. And then you're sending them down into the subconscious of your mind, which is the receptivity and the passiveness of the feminine energy. The feminine energy passes the ball to the superconsciousness, which is the God mind. And boom, God, only God can bring forth that manifestation. Huh? That's how it works. See, that's the trinity. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's the trinity. And you know what I found out? You know what I what was revealed to me as I opened up my eyes one morning? There is no above and below. The above and below is inside of you. It's the conscious, subconscious, and the superconsciousness of who you are. That's what that is. So whatever you think is up here in your conscious mind, and this finds its way down there in the subconscious and down into the superconscious, trust and believe me, that is going to be brought forth. Now, the interesting thing about the subconscious and the superconscious, the feminine and the masculine energies that lies within us, yet there is no gender when it comes to the divine, the wholeness of the divine. What is interesting is that the subconscious and the superconscious does not know the difference between what is poor and what is rich. It only knows thought. And it, in those thoughts, it only knows what to do with those thoughts. Okay? Receive and manifest. Receive and execute. Receive, execute. You have a mind for a particular reason. Okay? You, you're conscious for a particular reason reason and logical reason. And that logical reasoning is based on making a conscious decision about who you're going to serve this day. Who are you going to serve? You're going to serve the good or you're going to serve the bad? Hmm? First of all, when you get into the spiritual aspects of life, and the cultivation of your own spirituality. You gotta scratch out those things that are you know, we, we, we tend to be partial about conditions and such situations, those beliefs. We believe that it is a bad thing, it's it's not good, it's a wicked and evil thing. <laughs> we have to scratch all of that out. You know why? Because the super conscious and the subconscious is only good. It's only good. Look out. Look out. And if you don't take my word for it, look out into the world. Look out where you are. Do you not see that tree out there bringing shade? Do you not see the tree bringing shade? Do you not experience the seasons? Do you not experience the seasons? Seasons, Huh? That is a good thing. But, oh, oh, out of pure ignorance, pure ignorance, we have the audacity to call it a bad thing. Oh, it's not so good. And we try to devalue and degrade it. But let me tell you something. 
you walk outside, and I'm telling you this, you walk outside, and the first person that you devalue or you degrade or you talk down to or you judge, my God, my God, trust me, you have already judged yourself. You've already judged yourself. So in in that way, you're going to draw into your life those type of people all day, every day. Because, see, <laughs> the superconscious and the subconscious, they don't have favorites. They don't have favorites. And they're not, they're not partial to any situation or condition. They are going to bring things into your life to indicate to you, well, this is what you said. See, this is your free will. See, you have free will. You actually have free will to hold yourself in bondage or to hold yourself in freedom. Now, the flip side of that is that the very thing that holds you in bondage is the very thing that will set you free. You know why? Because they're the same. But you have to come into uh, an alignment of a certain type of under over and understanding to know that, to know that. Instead of, you know, we, let's say, let's say someone has sickness in their body, okay, and sometimes the pain is unbearable. The body, the body is manifesting the pain itself, right? You have to go within yourself, go within yourself, and look at yourself from a healthy perspective. Because, see, the thing that you see outside of yourself or the thing that you feel in regards to the sickness that you might be going through is just an appearance. And the appearance of these things, they're mostly illusions. They're not they're not real. They're created and conjured up. Fabricated by your own belief system. So <laughs> if you see yourself sick, just turn turn the other cheek and look the other way. And do something different. Do something different. Look away. Look, look away. And I'm not saying Ignore the pain, and this, and I'm not even saying don't take your medication. Because, see, I, I do believe in divine cooperation. Although my spirit, soul, mind, and body are all in this flesh, it, it's all in cooperation with one another. Hmm? So I do believe that. I do believe, I do believe that sometimes... The pain is so unbearable that you have to resort to some type of medication to assist you. But even when you get the medication into your system, use that time that the medication is is shrinking back or reducing the resistance of the pain. Use that time, that window to perfect and cultivate your way of thinking and think your way into being healed and being healthy. Think your way into it. 
think your way into it. They say, take it until you make it. I'm saying, think your way into it until you can demonstrate healing. And when you demonstrate it, you go out and you talk about it. You tell. You share with people about your experience. Because that experience that you share with another links up to another person. And then when it links up with them and they build on top of what you have told them, then they go out and tell somebody and then it links up again. And then you got this great chain of thought, healing, beads of thoughts of nothing but perfection, completion, and wholeness circulating around like currency, like money. That's what I'm talking about. You know, we here here at the House of Sankofa Infinity, we're always talking about going within because the power lies within you. It's not outside of you. Everything that's outside of you is just an effect of who you are within. It's just an extension of who you are within. Extension. You know, I have a um, a cockatiel. <clears throat> you can probably hear in the background from time to time. And I I look at her sometimes, and I say to myself, I I say to myself, you're you're an extension of who I am. You know, and because you're an extension of who I am, we are one. We're wrapped up into one. So in some form, you know, I have I have been given my wings to fly, to take flight, to raise up, to take up my bed and walk. Because trust me, I've been there. I can't be, I can't, it is not in me to speak about these things and not have experienced these things. Been there, done that. And this is what I did. I turned within. That was my greatest source of power, turning within, seeking ye first the kingdom of God. The God, the God mind, going down into the superconsciousness of your mind. Because there's three levels. And if I'm not mistaken, if you look at the brain, I think they say, it's three it's three parts of the brain. It's three parts of the brain. Or the brain is made of three brains. There's a right brain, there's a left brain, and then you have the medulla. That is right in the back, I think. I, and I'm not I might have to come back and correct this next Sunday. But you have it right in the back. Huh? Three brains, see, as above, so below. So if you've got three brains, how can you not realize and recognize that you have the superconscious and the subconscious in your mind, in your body? Yet you cannot, it cannot be found somebody opened you up today, they wouldn't be able to find it. They wouldn't even be able to find it. But I tell you what, 
it'll be evidence that, hey, something else other than uh, physical matter has been in this space, has been in this body. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a beautiful thing. So be mindful of the things that you think about in regards to yourself, the people around you, the place, the place and space that you may find yourself in. Be mindful of that. Be full of mind when it comes to that. And if you don't like the way your life is moving, your life is moving, your experiences are moving and manifesting themselves, change your thought pattern, okay? Change your thought pattern. And I'm going to say this. See, we, we, we say, we say thoughts are things, but how is a thought a thing? A thought itself, <laughs> believed and talked about for long periods of time, creates electromagnetic energy to it. It has a frequency, a vibration to it. And it calls for that thing which must correspond to it. Huh? Think about it. And let me tell you something else that that was revealed to me. You know how in Genesis they tell you that God spoke. And I'm going to tell you this. God didn't say a word because God don't say words. God will make a sound, a sound that has a particular tone to it. And that tone itself will bring about the manifestation. Think about it. God don't talk, honey. We are the ones that talk. <laughs> I don't talk. See, the sounds and the tone that is within the body, within us as these fleshly, <laughs> clothed soul beings makes a sound, and we translate that sound, and we bring it into words. Think about it. This is why, I and I don't know his name, I don't know his name, but there was a, a, a guy, and I don't know if he was a scientist or not, but he took a glass of water, and with that glass of water, he projected sound into that glass of water. The water became crystallized based on the sound that was projected into it. Okay, it became crystallized. And they have different forms, different shapes. Some of them look chaotic, and some of them look like pure diamonds been cut from the earth. That's what I'm talking about. Sound. The mind, the mind itself, whatever you're thinking, has a particular sound, a tone to it. 
electromagnetic energy. Because sound is energy. Everything is energy, first of all. Everything is energy. Everything is energy. So we have to be mindful of those things. If we we want to create a good uh, uh, a um, relationship, a reality that works for our good, and we want to get to a space and place where we create on purpose, not by default, create on purpose. And even in the midst of your creation and you bring something into your life that looks like what you created, but something is kind of off, tweak it, change it, do something different, do something different. And I'll say this, I'll say this. If it looks different, find out why it's looking different in the first place. Because once again, you are the creator of your reality. So being responsible and acknowledging the thing in which you have created bring forth 100% good results. And not only that, not only that, in your creativity, in your need to create and creating something, you have to participate in that thing in which you create. You have to be a participant. Because if you're not a participant in the thing in which you create, you'll never find out why you created it in the first place. If you don't participate and acknowledge what you have created in your life, you will continue to perpetuate that cycle and that pattern over again, over again, over again. So let's not be judgmental when it comes to the realities in which we create. Because it's you. With the minute you judge it, you have judged yourself. And you have to ask yourself, why did I create it? Why did I do this thing to myself? Why would I do this thing to myself? We we are here to live life and to live it more abundantly. But in order to do that, we must demonstrate it. We have to demonstrate. And we demonstrate that from the patterns of our thoughts and the way we think about things, be it person, place, thing, or idea. And sometimes you have to think so hard about a thing until it collapses upon itself so that you can restore and start rebuilding all over again. Life is good if you allow it to live through you. Life is a struggle if you resist living. That is my take today. This is the House of Sankofa Infinity. I'm in, I am your host, Yahshua Elohim, and I will see you all next Sunday, same place, same time. Be blessed, stay focused, and stay in the light. You know what I say. If you find yourself in darkness, make sure you get all the understanding, overstanding that you can get. 
because at some point <laughs> you're going to have to do this thing in which I do and do it even better. Namaste.
Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.